0: It makes you
1: Everybody. thank you for joining us here on the Happy Cast. The Happy Cast is your number one source for the things that make you happy, the things that bum you out, and everything in between. I'm Brian, and I'm currently joined by the fifth horseman of the apocalypse, Ben. <laughs> I, I think I think if I said horse horse horseman, it's like you it's like you ride a horse. Not like I'm you're half a horse, horse man.
2: half man. I think we've had this discussion before. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, like the the centaur?
2: Yeah, and they are like, wait, no, the yeah, centaur wouldn't nay.
1: Ben, <laughs> why do you always have to be the centaur of attention?
2: Ah, uh, really old joke from, I think, like Epidition 14,
1: maybe? I, I would be impressed if you could call the exact episode number.
2: I don't know, I'll check as we go. But yeah, I'm Ben. I'm sure most of you know that, because we don't have any new listeners.
1: We might. Maybe one. One day.
2: Uh, we have one or two. I know What's-Her-Face listens.
1: Oh, yeah, what's her face? Or actually, Morrison, what's his and, uh, face,
2: if you think. Oh. What's his name? Kelsey, who makes hats, who you think is a man.
1: I do not think he's a man.
2: Yeah. Oh, I was right, I... episode four, edition 14, Leisure Suit Benny. It's a centaur with a Regis face and like a hamburger on the back.
1: Oh, yeah. Ah, uh, gross.
2: That's why I don't <laughs> Photoshop.
1: <laughs> and that was pretty terrifying.
2: Yeah, it was. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah okay check it out i I, I also like how if you've listened to the podcasts, i've stopped actually putting the check it out clip in because i keep forgetting to or get too lazy to so it's always just us going check it out
1: it's just you saying check it
2: out just us referencing it
1: ah they know they know what it is yeah
2: good job listener and good in your pretzels
1: congratulations
2: totem
1: I think hmm, well, we'll get to that totem thing later. Oh, There's yeah. an interesting development in that. Um,
0: but
1: first, uh, the involuntary sponsor of this week's podcast is the number seven, the color green and the letter B. Bingo. And bingo was his name.
2: You called B7. Okay.
1: <laughs> I said green seven.
2: seven well, green well, you had B7 and green. I, I, I guess it's also green week.
1: Color, color, bingo, like advanced If you look at like the bottom right bingo,
2: corner of our podcast, you will see a little green HappyCast logo. You will see the green peacock. The, what? No, we aren't NBC-affiliated yet. Yet.
1: Someday. I'll need we'll uh, need something to replace community on its schedule. Am I
0: right?
2: Why not the HappyCast? Oh, we'll cut down to 22-minute episodes. <laughs> oh, we oh. can do what NBC's doing anyway. It'll be a sitcom... Three camera live action one about our lives as podcasters.
1: Um, we'll call it Benny.
2: But what about you?
1: I'll, I'll have my own.
2: Oh, but so we each have our own shows or, or, about I'll, I'll podcasting,
1: just, or I'll just be a supporting character on your sitcom.
2: No, no, it has to be I, like his company, but like about a third person.
1: I've never saw myself as a leading man. I'm the uh, I'm the comic relief. Sidekick.
2: Oh, we are going to be like the two and a half men without the kid.
1: Then where does the half man come in?
2: Well, we won't call it two and a half men. It'd be like it's like it two men, two men. Yeah, two men, <laughs> two men in a podcast. See, there you go, two men in a podcast
1: coming this fall to NBC.
2: And so it'd just be us sitting or like sitting down playing video games or recording podcasts.
1: Yeah, I don't yeah, I can't see how that wouldn't be a huge hit. It could be People like would Seinfeld. love to see that.
2: Like all right, so it opens with us podcasting. And then it's like <laughs> us living our lives and you get to see our happy hour and bumper patrols in action.
1: And then uh and then you see how the how the podcast and the, the the life segments are kind of interconnected and where one leads into the other.
2: And they are flashbacks like we accidentally cross each other in the same preschool or something. <clears throat>
1: Ah uh, yes, and then and then you have a flash forward after the podcast where one of us is drunken, has a beard, and we're yelling. Oh, it's not supposed to happen. We we have to go back. We have to go back. Did I
2: explain to you how I met your mother?
1: Really, Have you met my mother?
2: No, but I, I have in the future.
1: I haven't talked to my mother in like a month. I should call her.
2: I have in the future.
1: Mm. Okay, well now I that we're start. done pitching pitching our podcast based sitcom which you know awesome. what um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give the, the the networks a few years to catch up on that. I would be surprised if we haven't seen something kind of like that within five years but...
2: homework of the week what should we name our spin-off all right not spin-off our sitcom
1: we don't we don't do homework here
2: yeah well we did for Anne she has some homework answer for us hmm. later on Until after we... the jump.
1: Yeah, can't wait to get to that jump. Speaking of jumps, shall we go on to happy hour?
0: Yep. It's happy hour again.
1: That's right, happy hour. It's part of the show where we talk about what's making us happy for the week. Benjamin, ah. what, is your, what is your happy hour?
2: Uh, well, before I say that, I just would like to say something, clarify it. Um, I am on very little to zero sleep in the past I don't know, 24 or so, maybe? Something like that? I haven't slept in a long time. and So, if I seem what Brian would call punchy...
1: Oh, are you feeling then, punchy?
2: Well, I, I guess. I still am not totally clear on what definition we <laughs> settled on for punchy. Because <laughs> we also landed on a punch drunk a few times. So, something like Brian's version of punchy is what I'm feeling right now. And so, yeah. Okay. My happy hour is that I am a genius.
1: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's a bit uh, self-congratulatory. Okay. But... I'm not
2: a genius. But um, I fixed Megan's newer laptop. Which Oh, is... right. Yeah.
1: The one you're recording on right now.
2: It's been broken since, like, April. Or no, it's been broken since, I think, June. June-ish. Okay. It was sometime oh, so... after Rebecca Black's Friday.
1: Oh, after Rebecca Black Friday, of course. So, okay, so when you say you're a genius, what you really mean is that your computer skills have increased to the point where you're employed by the Apple store and you work at the Genius Bar.
2: I wish. I don't even know how I – I mean I know how I fixed it. But like I was pretty sure I tried this before. Okay, I don't know. All right. When I turn on the computer, it would do like the boot up logo and then it would just be a black screen with a blinking white like cursor underscore thing like you're going to type or something. And I was like, oh, that's not good. It seemed like there were some startup files that got disappeared or something by viruses that were on the computer. And I tried all sorts of stuff to fix it. I worked hours and hours to fix it. And then one day when Megan's old computer laptop monitor hinge broke off and the monitor can kind of swing around now. And oh, since then, some of the letter keys have stopped started popping off.
1: Oh, no. It's <laughs> falling apart.
2: Yeah, and like parts of like the other cover is just coming off. You see inside of the computer now and it it's bad. I don't know. But I was like, "Oh, oh, this is not good." And so I was like, "Ah, what the heck? I will try fixing the computer." T- 10 minutes, fixed it. Wow,
1: you should have fixed it sooner. If only
2: I never left up had... until just then.
1: <laughs> the idea to fix it.
0: Yeah.
2: So I'm happy because I, actually, more happy hour is more having this computer working again than okay. me well, being uh, smart or lucky. I'm, uh,
1: I'm wondering why why would the other one just spontaneously start falling apart like that? It's almost as if you forgot to put in the code every 108 minutes. Uh,
2: maybe a large super magnet did rip the cover off.
1: Okay. All right. Well, that you know that that does it every time. That's going to ruin a perfectly good
2: laptop. Yeah, that is how it happened. So, oops. But I fixed it, and now I have Steam back, and all of the games I won. That I think I used as a happy hour before. Uh, back then, and I have all my podcast stuff back together. Like the ones that were on one computer are now no longer lost, and extra bloopers are back. Everything is good. All right.
0: Well,
1: congratulations! That does sound quite exciting, indeed. Yes,
2: and extra bloopers that could be embarrassing for you. Well,
1: oh, that does not sound exciting at all. Never mind. I've turned. I've turned on this happy hour. I do not like it.
2: Should I read some of the titles of them? <clears throat> no, no,
1: oh, no. Okay. Maybe one.
2: Regis Str- Stroke.
1: Oh no, uh, Regis. That I have one called horrible. Trent
2: Armstrong.
1: That sounds horrific. Oh, Trent I Armstrong like sounds Trent. horrific. <laughs> no, no, Regis <laughs> stroke, not Trent Armstrong. Trent
2: Armstrong, that sounds horrific.
1: I have no Brian. I have no beef with Trent underscore Armstrong.
2: Colloquialism,
1: Uncle Trent. Um, you're just saying things now. You're really punchy, Ben. Punchy.
2: No, that's another one of them. Okay, Brian, that's my happy hour. Short to the point, very punchy. What is yours? While I eat some. Uh, winter red cream oreos huh
1: i wonder if those taste different the red cream is like a mint that would megan, be gross. No,
2: the, uh, they are there are mint ones that they, they taste like thin mints and they're actually pretty uh, good i don't like mint in my desserts i almost never do but i will i'm okay with it in thin mint but megan says they taste different she tasted sprinkles which i have not seen or tasted
1: well that seems like more of a texture thing Instead of a flavor thing. Do uh, your te- sprinkles have a flavor? Texture to be
2: flavor-wise. Same reason I do not like brownies if there's nuts in it because I'm expecting a nice soft treat and then there's all crunchy in there.
0: Hmm.
2: That's why I don't like nuts in my food sometimes, unless it's a crunchy food.
0: Huh.
1: Like Thai food. Big? Uh, they're big on peanuts. I,
2: I mean, don't food. like most food from that side of the earth.
1: okay that you know of course is that the Um,
2: least racist way to say something like that
1: (laughs) probably yeah australian food
2: no russian food no nothing on that side of the earth
1: i like that you're very uh you're very selective with the way you said that (laughs) Well, you know you know i think we need though we need to conduct a blind taste test have the red cream holiday oreo and the regular oreo Bring her
2: on the podcast and see if she can actually tell the difference. I bet she could taste the red.
1: The red food coloring?
2: Yep. It has a distinctive red taste. (laughs) This one tastes more red. Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid has it. What flavor is it? Red.
1: Uh, The red flavor. That's the main flavor.
2: I mean, that's what Kool-Aid Man's blood is made of. Of course, yeah. You see
1: Kool-Aid Man. He's not purple. He's not a grape Kool-Aid Man. Wouldn't
2: that be so frightening if he were human-shaped? Because he's totally clear. and all, You can see all his blood inside, moving around. Just like a clear glass man filled with Kool-Aid. Like Imagine the Greendale human being, but clear, full of blood.
1: Like blood you know, by blood, you mean Kool-Aid. And he
2: could right. just burst through walls whenever he feels like it. Well, the Kool Aid's man blood is Kool Aid because that's what he's made of. So the human equivalent would have to be blood.
0: Okay. All right. Okay.
2: I mean, yeah. Imagine that.
1: That sounds really frightening.
2: A human being like, just bursting through your walls, but somehow not breaking. Just
1: one of the most terrifying things I've ever heard.
2: Even though he's made of glass.
1: Do you know what's not terrifying though? Your it's happy, my hour? happy hour pick. Right on. Nice transition. Um, I I went went really simple with my happy hour pick this week. It's uh, one of those simple pleasures in life I've always enjoyed. I don't think I've talked about it on the show, but I will mention it now. Writing with ink. Mm -hmm. Just the the smoothness of having a nice pen, writing down on a sheet of paper. I feel like it's lost a lot in today's, today's culture and society, which is driven... Buy smartphones and laptops, keyboards, keypads, that kind of thing. Mm. Um, Just writing with ink. It's it's very satisfying in a a weird way. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. Maybe. How do you feel about ink, Ben?
2: It depends what I'm doing. Uh, I like typing some things because it's easier and faster. But uh, Megan and I have been playing Nancy Drew games, which sounds girlier than it is.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Could you not find a Hardy Boys game, Ben?
2: Those actually suck. The Nancy Drew games are like, uh, you know how Mist is like, you know, a look around, first person walk around with the arrows, and like... Oh, yeah, of course. You know, point, I'm point and click puzzle well click
1: of Myst. Yeah.
2: That's I knew this Nancy guy Drew that played like. all of those. Oh, is his name Christopher?
1: <laughs> Maybe. You're, so you're on an island?
2: Well, on Myst. But Nancy Drew, they're like 24, 25 games now. I think we're on number four And each one's a different mystery, and a lot of it's the same. You're walking around, looking for clues, picking up objects, solving puzzles. You're also talking to people and trying to solve the mysteries. They're actually really fun. Hmm. But uh, something I was going with that. Oh, yeah. How
1: does it relate to ink?
2: Uh, Megan takes notes of the clues on paper because it's easier than Ah, having to type them.
1: That's cool. Yeah, that's that's great. Never mind. Oh, I haven't seen anybody do that in a long time. <laughs> T- notes in is... games? <laughs> oh, yeah, Chris, uh, when he was playing Riven, the second Miss game, he had an actual notebook of notes he'd taken while playing it.
2: Oh, this was a notebook. We squished it all on like the front and back of one page, trying to solve everything. It's the best way to do uh, this.
1: Oh, he just had pages upon pages of Jeez. symbols and notes for different puzzles and how they were connected. It's, one of, it's one of my favorite things I'd ever seen. Although uh, Chris is not—he's not—he's not a uh, cocky or bold man. He wrote in pencil because Ooh. mistakes were made, and he'd have to change them.
2: No, you gotta be bold about it. Write it in pen. If you mess up, scribble it out and start again, or just scratch over it and pretend like you never messed up. That's what I do in yeah, crossword man. puzzles. It's like in life, man, you can't
1: just erase your mistakes. You just gotta scribble over it and keep going.
2: <laughs> exactly. I, <laughs> I do crosswords like I live my life. If I accidentally put an L and it is an E, I just write over that L and make it into an E. I adapt.
1: Well, you are right. I mean that I mean that's a great example of something that's really easy. Um, but what if you're trying to turn like a B into a W? That would be considerably I've, more difficult.
2: I've done it. You just scribble over draw,
1: draw draw a W over the B.
2: You start it off light, try to match a couple of the lines so it looks kind of like it, like your W's weird and curved a little bit on one side, and then you just do it darker and darker so it, it looks like the main part, and the rest of the B is just background lines. Mm. I prefer ink or pencil. I hate the feeling of pencil on paper.
1: Yeah, yeah, I could yeah, I could definitely see that. Thinking
2: about it, it's hurting me right now.
1: It's like nails on a chalkboard. Ah, why
2: do you have to say that? Why well, should pen and pencil? I have problems with both because I'm left-handed.
1: No, I mean, I'm, I'm left-handed. I have no yes. problems with the pen.
2: Well, it depends what kind of pen you're using. Some pen, the ink hasn't quite dried yet, and so you just get ink smudges everywhere and on your hand. Pencil, you will always get pencil smudges on your hand.
1: Ah, oh, right. I had be
2: crazy. Uh, yes. And people are like, Oh, an your paper is too messy." I'm like, "Well, I'm left-handed. Get over it." I never said that though. You,
1: you need one of those left-handed sheets of paper.
2: Get over it, teach! You
1: need, you need to learn how to write from right to left, like the Asian countries do.
2: <laughs> the countries on the other <laughs> side of the world, you mean.
1: This country, the countries <laughs> on the other side of the world.
2: The 180 degree countries. Everything's backwards over there. That I don't actually believe that. I was just trying to go with the stuff. I do not... <laughs> I do not... <laughs> Align myself with those thoughts. <laughs> oh, Megan told control. me to say
1: them. <laughs> oh, throwing them under the bus. Uh, know, the only the thing that actually makes me sad about this under a bus. is the is the idea that you have control over what makes it to the podcast. I hope <laughs> that you that you leave it all in.
2: I probably will. Oh, one more thing, an addendum to my happy hour. I'm sorry. Um, I'd have the newest version of Eva air. I don't know what it's called. E V a E R is what I uh, record us with. And uh, the newest version actually lets me record in stereo, which I thought means we're in both ears instead of, I don't know, like balanced. But what it means is I'm in the left ear and you're in the right ear.
1: Oh, cool. So that makes editing
2: yeah. easier, it, better. It, it actually does. Cause I can like mute one side and move. Mu- like split ears, move it over to make it fit better, and then I, I, I can like take each part and mix it down into a like same file so you hear both of us in both ears instead of just me on the left side. Because I realize that would be really bad for someone like me who always has like one ear broken and like you. So we talked about yeah. the previous podcast. You'd only hear me and then you'd be really, really faint. Well, that might be better
1: in some ways. <laughs>
2: Well, it'd be more like I'm insane. <laughs> people would – people better appreciate that. I'd just be talking to my – no, you are the heart of the podcast.
1: Oh, can we – oh, please, please tell me we can make this the after show. Just take a random section of the podcast, mute me, and then have you answering nothing.
2: Like – well, I'll have to find a good part where you talk a lot and ask me questions. We haven't done a Who's the Ben in a while. Who's the Brian? Bye.
1: Who's the uh, – you don't uh, know Ben? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, those. um, You know, in some ways, I think the ask us anything is kind of filled in uh, that void, but we could we
2: can do it again eventually. We have ask us anything coming up in a week or two. Yeah, next episode we should have one of those. And for people Um, who also don't know this, we have been recording two at a time, and so if you want to have your feedback on both podcasts, submit two.
1: Double feedback all the way. Yes, across
2: the sky. Excellent. Um, I'm sorry. I'm- shall we move on to Bummer Patrol? Move
1: I on? think
0: we shall. Oh man!
1: Bummer Patrol, Bummer Patrol, bum 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 Bummer Patrol, bow, Bummer, bum, 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 bum Bummer Patrol, bow. Hey, hey guys! Uh, welcome to the Bummer Patrol part of the show where we talk about. Yeah, it's, you know, just stuff. It's got us down. Uh, ben, um, you, you seem like you have a lot on your mind. Would you like to let us know what uh, bum Patrol is?
2: Incest. What? <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> no. Um. <laughs> and then,
1: followed by laughter.
2: No, um, that's in my notes on my phone. Which sounds weird, but I just don't it like that weird. it's an anagram of nicest, which isn't really anyone's fault.
1: It's someone's fault, somewhere down the line. Someone made that choice. I
2: don't think someone... Pl- it's also an anagram of insect, if that helps. Mm. Yeah. That's not why I'm bummed. It's just an observation.
1: <laughs> working on your stand-up?
2: Yep. See, it is. That's what happens when I don't... Or when I'm not sleeping. Or I'm awake when I'm not supposed to be, like, right now... Well, Whatever. You should um, be awake now. Yeah, it's like I 5 should've... o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> anyway.
1: <laughs> you're not 90. No. Or am I? No. Oh, you're like Benjamin Button. Uh, oh. I reverse
2: Benjamin Button.
1: <laughs> so you're
2: you're normal then? <laughs> yes. I age okay. forward. Um, I am bummed about oh, – should I pick the thing or the – small... Th- I have a big thing and a small thing.
1: Hmm. Is this like, let's make a deal?
2: Yes. Brian, I would you like pick. the big thing, the small thing, or door number three?
1: Uh, I'm gonna go with, uh, door number three.
2: Inzest. Ah. Are you sure you want door number three, or do you want to choose again?
1: I'll go with door number two.
2: Is that the small thing?
1: I guess.
2: That's a gradually smudging glasses.
1: Gradually smudging glasses.
2: Yeah, like I, I never noticed that my glasses get gradually smudged until there's like a big smudge or something, or like, like some like crumb flies on it or something somehow. I must be eating like crazy for a crumb to fly up on my glasses. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm just like spraying uh, crumbs everywhere. Yeah.
1: But, it's a weird eating technique. <laughs> if that's an ongoing concern of yours. It is
2: just I, I, just can't I can't hold the crumbs in my mouth. Bone patrol. No crumb control with my lips.
1: Crumb control to Major Ben.
2: Uh, that's a song reference.
1: I'm just saying things at this
2: point. I'm sorry. I tried to clean off one side of the glasses, and I realized, oh, my God, my glasses have been so smudged. I can see so much clearer out of this one. How did I let it get this bad? Oh, I didn't even realize. Which makes me wish that I had eyes that were perfect at seeing.
1: That would be that would be nice. Perfect seeing eyes. I've um I've kind of I've kind of needed some kind of eyewear for a while, but I keep avoiding it.
2: Oh, glasses are fun.
1: Are they fun? They don't seem fun. You you you're complaining about how much of a hassle they are to clean.
2: Well that's more because my eyes are so bad that it is hard for me to notice a small smudge.
1: What if I get the glasses and, you know, I'm pretty good, but, uh, you know, once things you know, things get a little bit blurry, once you get to, like, about a few feet from the I don't want to deal with... What if I become too dependent on the glasses and then I can't see anything without them ever?
2: That's not how it works. You don't become dependent on them. <laughs> oh. Okay,
1: fine. But what kind of glasses would I get? How would I make that choice? Like, stylistically, these glasses have to go with anything I ever wear.
2: Well, that's just how glasses work. I mean, they just do.
1: They just naturally do. Like well, any kind of glasses.
2: If you get like the Pierce's tinted glasses, no, those would not. But he also owns like 40 pairs of them.
1: What if I get like the horn-rimmed glasses like that character from Heroes? You
2: they could
1: horn-rimmed glasses. You
2: could, but why?
1: What uh what about uh what about Walt? Walt has a pretty good pair of glasses from uh, yeah, Breaking Bad. Yeah, but
2: you aren't like 50. <laughs>
1: I will be eventually. I can grow into them.
2: You don't. You have like twenty-five years to grow into fifty-year-old glasses. 26. You will probably get a new. Still, still close. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was estimating because it's easier to say that. Still, still, you you will get new glasses in twenty-five years.
1: Ah, eventually, okay. I'll. I, you know what? I'll look into it eventually. I. You know, I've had. They've been covered by my insurance for several years now. I just haven't gone through with it.
2: Oh, you should. I hate uh, my glasses. I think I need to get mine tuned tuned up a little bit. That's not the right word. You can get them tuned up like a car. No. <laughs> got, change, gotta get the oil, the oil changed in my glasses. Rotate my lenses. No, but uh, I think I need to because theme theme things seem like I could be able to see things better. I'm just not really good at the test I never you can have... tell if it's one or two mm. well it, seem, if it's the,
1: glasses then
2: well if it's the big choices I can but then it gets like to like is it four or five like I'm like honestly those look exactly the same Then he was like five or six I'm like again those and I start feeling bad so I start guessing and mm. that yeah <laughs> they can only ever get my vision to 2040. So even with glasses, I don't have perfect vision. I have bad vision anyway. So anyway, that wasn't even going to be my bumper patrol, but you picked the small door. Ah, well. Probably for the better.
1: Big door can wait for another day, I suppose.
2: Yeah, I'm sure that'll always be around people who think video game addiction is what I have. Yeah, no, it's true. It is? I I, I do?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think so. I'm (laughs) very concerned. We need to get you in a program. No, you aren't. It's you a play, hobby
2: like reading.
1: You play games you don't like for the achievements. That screams No, no,
2: shirt. no. <laughs> I play a game first, and then when I'm already close enough, I'm like, why not? That's more of... Because um, it's not a no, good game. <laughs> that's more, it's closer to like an obsessive-compulsive thing. I don't like just... Okay. I was like, hey, look at this game that looks horrible. I want to get all the achievements in it. No, I play it first and I'm curious. I'm like, you know what? These are doable... I can get a lot of these to at least feel more complete. I need these. Uh, yeah, so yeah, it's not like a video games, It's, ah, a slightly obsessive compulsive, <laughs> which I think okay. I am, but of course everyone says that, but I actually do think I am.
1: Yeah, you know, well, I mean, everyone has like I think I think to some degree, a lot of people have some obsessive compulsive tendencies. Yes, like
2: some things, but
1: I got I've got this weird thing where whenever I go to the mailbox, like oh, let me send back this DVD from Netflix. I right, put the mailbox in, close it, raise the flag so the mailman will pick it up. I get to the front door and then I'm really unsure. Like oh no, did I did I put the flag up? I should probably go check and see if I put the flag up. Oh, okay, all right, flag's up.
2: All oh, right. I did I did that one time too. Like I was leaving. To go like on a midnight potato chip run to surprise Megan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> midnight potato chip run? Surprise sounds... her with
2: potato chips. <laughs> okay. Well, and that like, fun. like I got down to the car, I'm like, did I lock the door? Did I lock the door? Like oh I am sure I locked the door. I started like to start I started pulling out I'm like, wait, did I? Oh my god, did I? Because I know like <laughs> a few months ago a sexual offender moved in the neighborhood and I would hate to come home and like something horrible happened. I started yeah. freaking out about horrible events. I'm like, oh, God, I better I better go up there. And did you it lock was, the door? I locked it. <laughs>
1: okay. Well, you know, it's better to be safe, you know? Double check.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, this sexual offender was into, like, children anyway, so I'm sure Megan was safe.
1: Sure, yeah. That's not, sure. I mean, it's a bad thing, but it's a good yeah. thing for her. <laughs> I guess. I guess it is.
2: We have talked about this kind of thing with two art to each other before, making light of negative situations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because when we first got the thing in the mail, Megan was freaking out, I'm like, no, look, look, sh- he likes kids. You're fine. And I felt horrible, I'm like, wait, that's not a good thing at all. No, that is. <laughs> that's horrible, worse. but I don't have kids.
1: And now you never will oh. until he moves away.
2: Well, I won't be living here. When they were kids,
1: you should live next to a school, Ben. Next to a school—that's the only way you'll be safe.
2: But that's horrible traffic.
1: Yeah, you're right. That's
2: the trade-off. Freddy Krueger—he was a pedophile janitor at a school.
1: Was well, he? I don't know a lot about those movies. It
2: depends which one. I think one of them's a yeah. preschool one's like a junior high.
1: No, oh, they're weird.
2: That the, <laughs> some of them are weird. Anyway, sorry. Hey, what's
1: let's, let's, let's talk about something else. <laughs> what's your bone patrol? <laughs> pedophile. Oh man, yeah. When you haven't been sleeping, things get dark. It's real dark.
0: Uh, a little bad
2: after dark episode um, title. Just after dark.
0: That's. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know.
2: I'm unsure. It's when my voice is going up. Are <clears throat> oh, you doing this thing? Uh,
1: happy bummer hour. Sorry. Really? Bummer! <laughs> bummer patrol. <laughs> uh, this is this is one I picked up. I will uh, fully disclose. Um. This came from my brother. He mentioned it to me. Like, hey, you, you know, you know, what bums me out is when this happens. Well, uh, let me set up. We were we were out. Uh, we were just having lunch at a place. Did
2: you get nachos.
1: Um, I had nachos. He had a <laughs> he, he had a French uh, dip sandwich with the. Is know, that all the, he gets
2: too, the... the... or is this a story I've heard before? <laughs> no, no, he always gets the French dip. All right, all right, all right. So, is is one of your major food groups nachos? Because I could totally get behind that. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
1: uh, if you're if you're at a place like a sporting bar or, or a diner, uh, you know, nachos aren't a bad choice. I
2: used to get nachos anywhere that's not an authentic Mexican restaurant. As people who listen to Green One Hundred and One know.
1: Ah, you're a nacho snob.
2: <laughs> nacho snob. Oh, I'm nacho Nach- snob.
1: Nacho snobbery. Um, but yeah, okay. We were eating, and then as we left, he mentioned to me like. Oh, you know what makes me real sad is when you see when you see old people eating alone in restaurants. It's like, uh, oh, you're right. That does make me really sad. Oh, you know, you're eating. You look like oh, there's that old guy over there, eating, eating that bowl of soup alone, yeah, just by himself. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure he was married at some point. I don't know. I don't know where <laughs> his wife is. Uh, maybe maybe she was around i don't i don't know that's and then uh, but then but then but then you get, i don't know at least i get into my own head and then i feel like i'm looking into like <laughs> like a portal into my future like <laughs> yep just uh like uh, there are 40 years Especially that could be nachos sad old guy eating nachos alone wearing a back to the future shirt <laughs> yep, <laughs> the episode of
2: scrubs where they all see like older versions of themselves and the patients
1: Oh, that sounds pretty good. I haven't seen that
2: one. Oh, uh, that's a good, like, yeah, that's a good, and like, they learned something from their older version. That's what I'm picturing right now. It'd just be like you an older makeup, sitting in the corner, eating nachos. <laughs> 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 oh, Listening yeah. to podcasts.
1: But who or, knows? Maybe, maybe this dude's out, you know, to see a movie. He's meeting a friend. Why do I have to put meaning into the fact that he's eating a bowl of soup alone? It doesn't mean anything.
2: Does your brother read Cracked.com? That's is actually, there's mm. actually a reason it up. May, may, maybe I don't know because I think just a few days ago I read an article that things there's like six things that are way sadder than they should be, and that was like number five. Was it old people oh. eating alone in restaurants?
1: That is really sad. Well, this this uh to be fair, this in happened. fast
2: food restaurants.
1: Oh yeah, that is. It was worse. like
2: seeing an, seeing an old person alone in McDonald's. It's like wow. I, I mean, I bet when they were younger, they had higher hopes for themselves. They wanted to be somewhere retired on a beach or something. But they could be perfectly content. Like, yeah, I'm out eating a hamburger. I'm living my life. I'm independent. That's what the old guy's probably thinking.
0: Yeah, probably not no, thinking, you're right.
2: oh, where's my wife? I miss her.
1: Well, to be fair, uh, this this had happened a few months ago. Pre ah. Happy Cast season three, I believe. So he could
2: be happier now. He could For be sure? in a better place. Like on a beach. Maybe. Or heaven.
1: Who knows? I mean, Maybe, maybe he has a uh, large uh, sum of money saved up, and he's going to New Zealand next month on vacation with his girlfriend. His who's
2: 20-year-old girlfriend. His 20-year-old.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> Are you trying to turn me on the old guy? Are you trying to make me not like him now?
2: Oh. Well, maybe he's on Undercover Boss, and he's the CEO of the restaurant.
1: <laughs> Undercover Boss. And
2: he's... Ch- He's checking the service, pretend uh, to be an old guy.
1: That You know what, I, I will, right here on the podcast, I will clarify, Undercover Boss is probably the worst show I've watched multiple episodes of.
2: I've never, oh, uh, I'm going to go with from mine, can you guess mine? I bet you could. That I,
1: that I keep watching. Uh, yours is, without a doubt, Outsourced.
2: <laughs> yes, it's Outsourced, which I am going to finish someday.
1: Oh, please don't.
2: I have to finish that. But <laughs> Diedrich Bader is in it. He was a nudist in an episode of Monk once.
1: He was on the Drew Carey show. He was.
2: His voice is funky.
1: Okay, well, you know what? You, uh, you even mentioning the very existence of Outsourced kind of makes me regret talking about Undercover Boss in the same way. Because it's not a terrible show. It's just not really good. Outsourced? I don't know why I watched... Undercover boss.
2: Oh, thank God!
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't don't know. Spin if you like the show. (laughs) I I don't. I don't know why I watched multiple episodes of it because it's not great, but it is, it is, eons better than anything Outsourced has ever done.
2: I got really close to watching Hoarders the other day.
1: Oh God! Why would you do that to yourself?
2: I didn't have anything to watch, and then someone convinced me to watch Misfits, and it got really good by season two.
1: I may recommend uh, season four of Breaking Bad.
2: But that one involves Megan, and she has her last final tomorrow. And then, after graduation, when her family comes, you will be able to watch things like Breaking Bad.
1: Oh, when her family comes. You know what? To make yourself look better by comparison... Maybe you should convince them you're secretly an
2: underground meth kingpin, and How then would that make me look better. But no, but then
1: you like pull back the curtain and like, ha, not really. I'm not really <laughs> a meth <laughs> kingpin. I'm just a guy that plays video games occasionally. They're like, oh, oh, thank God. You know what, Ben? You're, oh, at least you're not a, <laughs> a meth kingpin.
2: <laughs> no, to make me look better by comparison, I'll convince them that Megan is a meth kingpin. And I'm like, look, I'm trying to help her out of the situation. I could
1: see them blaming you for that. I they probably would, that would blame work.
2: me. They'd they think, ah, you got her into the meth.
1: I but bet she learned it from watching you.
2: <laughs> she learned it from watching me make meth. I am. Yeah. I mean, Megan's better at history. I'm better at chemistry. So that
0: uh-huh. would make
2: sense. Uh-oh.
0: Mm.
2: Bye, Megan. Uh-huh. Have fun in your meth lab. She's not going to a meth lab. (laughs) Disclaimer.
1: At least that's what she's telling you. Um, Bummer patrol, done. Yes, we finished it.
2: And what do we have next?
1: Uh, Time for an old-fashioned Netflix pick.
0: Let's all go to the
1: Netflix. Let's all go to the Netflix. Let's
0: all go to the Netflix. To get ourselves a treat.
1: Welcome to the Netflix pick portion of the show, where we recommend things for you guys to check out on Netflix. Ben, what have you been watching on Netflix?
0: Uh, What's the pick?
2: Prostitution. Little Women. <laughs> I mean, Pretty Woman, not Little Women. <laughs> oh
1: God, little
2: Women is not about prostitution. Pretty Woman. Pretty is. Woman. I don't is know that if that's on it's not Netflix. No, nah, I don't know. My mine's Monk. <laughs> ah, Monk. Lots of murder and theft on that show.
1: Yes. Yeah, uh, Monk, the long-running USA show, ran for, what, eight years? Uh,
2: eight or nine, I don't remember.
1: Something like that. Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed that. I watched all of that when it was on originally.
2: Uh, I always caught it on USA, and then I think, uh, I before the finale, I watched everything on Netflix, and now I'm doing it again because it's fun.
1: Doing a rewatch. It is. It's um, you know it's um, back when it first debuted, um, it, it was less common than it is now. now this is kind of like a accepted genre of show, but it, it's a really it's like an hour long and it's a really good kind of um, blending of, uh, of of comedy and drama it, like it mixes the the light-hearted moments with those really kind of heartbreaking uh, scenarios I love really well. House. Is that is that funny? I haven't been watching it.
2: House has lots. Of, I mean, no. I mean, House's whole character is built around being a funny, sarcastic douchebag. it's really here?
1: depressing. <laughs> there's like, I don't. That's your call. You're oh there. yeah,
2: it, it is. It is. It has lots of serious, sad moments.
1: But even even when House is being quote funny, there, there's like there's always this underlying sadness I cannot get past.
2: Oh uh, well, the, you get past it. and You're like, oh well, he's a damaged character. This is how he is. Most, I mean. Uh, if you think about it, Monk's really sad all the time. <laughs> I know it is. And it's still really fun. It's like, oh, man, he can't help it, but it's so depressing. He's, he's never happy. He can't never be happy. happy. He does, He can't smile. He can't laugh. I mean, Trudy changed actresses between seasons one and three
1: <laughs> several times, and like, they had like three Trudies.
2: They like yeah, they had a bunch of them the first couple seasons, and then after like season three on, it's Jan from The Office.
1: Oh yeah, I'm uh, Malora Harden.
2: Yeah, I forgot her her real name. No, you know, if you say Jan from the office, people know. <laughs> oh, there's so many sad episodes. Oh. It uh, I forgot how sad the show gets. Like, it, it is. Like the, the I search guess, for
0: the
2: uh, this one that starts off like all like he's he's getting better. He thinks things are turning up for him. He's actually going to go on vacation by himself. And then, like Natalie sees someone who is who says she's Trudy, looks just like Trudy, acts just like Trudy, his wife who got blown up by a car bomb, and like, and then he finds out about it and just destroys him again. Mm. It's so sad.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, it's rough. It is. Uh, it's a rough show. Definitely. And they like, get rid of some
2: Christmas magic in one episode. I forgot about.
1: They get rid of Christmas magic?
2: Uh, I don't know who listens to the podcast. So... Uh, I,
1: I occasionally listen to the podcast. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh,
2: well, all right. No, I, I was thinking I don't know who listens to it. Like, a, like I don't want mad, the magic around Christmas... be lost for anyone
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay all right because
2: i mean i love the magic and i don't want you know to ruin it for anyone
1: right you're talking about the episode where monk kills santa claus yeah right
2: too (laughs) that he doesn't kill him he shoots (laughs) santa and then beats him up because santa is a jewel thief okay Duh. yeah you're right
1: that is a that's of course that's what you meant
2: oh oh and then they they change uh dale the whale you get a new actor for that and it becomes that awesome dude who was also pennywise i always forget his name
1: He's, i don't know i liked i liked it wasn't, wasn't uh, tim curry the original dale no, the well, whale? he
2: was the later ones oh really yeah
1: okay i thought for some reason i thought it was Originally Tim Curry and then he got replaced.
2: No, it was some other dude, and then it became Tim Curry. And then the episode where he's in jail, you find out a lot more sad things. And all oh, the saddest one the saddest ones when he's on when Monk is on uh like a vacation and there's the the the, the, the stand-up comic making fun of him.
0: Just yeah, I don't, just there, I don't just,
2: remember that one. Oh, just ripping on him up there. Then an even sadder one is when there's a Howard Stern like character and Monk's on his show and And he starts making fun of Trudy about how she blew up. And the other co-hosts of the show are even like, oh, dude, dude. And Monk gets so angry, he jumps across the table and, like, punches the guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's rough. Uh, That makes the show sound a lot darker than the show actually is. (laughs) Yeah, you're making it sound (laughs) really miserable. Um, It's actually pretty hilarious. (laughs) And it's self-referential.
1: Yeah, just just to let you know about the the tone of the show... um, uh, I think I think I believe Tony Shaloub won multiple Emmys for best lead in a, a comic a comedy series, which always kind of baffled me. Like, hey, <laughs> you really call it? Is it really a comedy series? I mean, it's definitely funny at times, but so is Breaking Bad, and I would not ever call that a comedy series.
2: Yeah, well, Monk has more comedy than drama, and Breaking Bad is more drama than comedy. Ah, but see, things, really there are things like Desperate Housewives, which has a little of both. And I think Grey's Anatomy is supposed to, but that feels, I don't find that as funny. That's mostly drama for me. But Desperate Housewives has funny moments that make me laugh. Okay. There used to be a uh, category in the Emmys for dramedies.
3: I
1: don't think there's enough to support it, though.
2: There are tons of dramedies. There aren't enough just pure dramas, I think it seems, sometimes. Well, I guess, yeah, I guess there are. Yeah, there are plenty of dramedies out there. Psych feels like a little bit of both. There are a lot of sad moments in Psych, all the father son yeah. issues and all that. <sighs> yeah. but I like Monk. Well,
1: uh, I, I don't want to get too far ahead um, or ruin anything for anybody, but I will. I will definitively say Monk has one of my favorite series finales. It wraps up in a unusually satisfying way. Better, it, it ended better than I would have expected it to.
2: In a church.
1: It in the church. <laughs> all the all the all the murderers monk put away were there.
2: That's the hundredth and... episode.
1: Oh, you're right. They That's did do a big see. episode like that.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. One more thing we're still talking about monk. Uh, there are people on that show that I totally forgot were on that show. Or didn't even notice back then.
1: Brian Cranston shows up for a bit. What? No. Oh, okay, sorry. No. not Breaking
2: Bad. Good. Well, he shows up a lot in Breaking Bad. <laughs> not Angela only occasionally,
1: Angela Lansbury
2: oh god no Angela from the office and Diedrich Bader in the same episode Uh, what yes they are Ron Swanson he's in an episode Uh, that other person who I mentioned earlier to you that I don't remember Uh, oh Andy Richter was in an episode because it's kind of a spoiler in that one because the two types of episodes are usually like oh I know who did it but how because they have a tight alibi or we don't know who this is. Let's figure out what they did. But, um, one of them started like, you don't ever see his face in the opening murder scene, but you hear his voice once. I'm like, Oh, that, that's Andy Richter. Oh,
1: it's Andy Richter. Obviously. <laughs> that's
2: Andy, Richter's, Andy Richter's the killer. <laughs> uh, Gary oh. Cole's in an episode. He's like a Hugh Hefner type character, except young.
1: Oh, uh, the guy from uh burn notice. Isn't a really good episode. Oh, he's
2: the uh, astronaut one.
1: Yeah. He's the jerk astronaut. Oh, that, that's one of my favorites. <laughs> Because yeah, you're right. They have like two setups. Uh, they have the who done it, where Monk has to figure out who committed this murder, and then you have like the like he knows who and when, but he has to figure out how he can prove it, Ooh. which What's... is more of a more of a Columbo.
2: I love that one. Setup. Oh, and there's a, oh a special third one that doesn't happen very often, but every now and then, where like no one believes that there was a crime, but Monk knows there was.
0: Oh
2: yeah. Like uh, Monk yeah. and when Monk gets drunk, that one. And when Monk was on vacation on the beach, and there's like the all the the maid murdering team or whatever. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll, the Santa anytime one. Anytime a
1: show, the Santa one. Anytime a show has a like a procedural setup, they they do get away with kind of like breaking the format and making it uh, interesting. In fact, there's a uh, making it really, interesting, <laughs> like more like like uh kind of like un- unsettling. Like, oh, this isn't this is not how this should be. There's um. A really good Psych Christmas episode that does that really well.
2: Which one? Have I seen that one?
1: It, probably not. It's the newer season. Oh, it's on that's Netflix. Good.
2: I, I that's what it, we'll catch up on next, by the way.
1: But it does not feel like it should be a Christmas episode. Uh oh. Oh, I will. Uh, I will sell you on the new season of Psych. There is a Twin Peaks episode. Yep. yep.
2: I was gonna watch it anyway. I really like that show. I just didn't have time to catch up anymore
1: it is called dual spires
2: ah that show
1: and i refuse to watch it until i see twin peaks ah twin
2: peaks is good i favorite one of my favorite episodes is the tuesday the 14th or whatever because there's so oh many that friends.
1: yeah that's a really good one psych also <laughs> let's just yeah. throw that out <laughs> that's a great show
2: second that, that's a joint netflix pick i'm sorry i'm done with monk uh what's your netflix pick
1: Okay, my Netflix pick is the recently added to the Netflix instant service uh sitcom Little Women. Um what? No, not Little Women, not Pretty Woman. It's uh How I Met Your Mother.
2: Ah, how did you meet my mother?
1: Ah, uh, that is the question. Uh we were we, we were hanging out at a I was at a craft store buying some macaroni and then I saw this lady. I was like, oh, "Aren't you Ben's mother?" And she's like, "Oh, yes, just buying uh Benjamin some macaroni for the holidays." At the craft store. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't want to ruin it for you. Oh, with a K. Yes. Oh, yeah, with a K. <laughs> I was thinking of like an
2: arts and crafts store. You're like <laughs> at a hobby store and you're buying yeah. macaroni for like a macaroni painting. <laughs> no, no. That
1: that that was my intention up front and then I switched the premise halfway
2: <laughs> oh. through. Oh, I was so confused. Well, say hello to her now because she's hearing this. Not right now, but well, her that'd be, right that'd be now. Really, like, oh, is she in the is she in the net, the Skype chat? The is she Google? sitting right next to me as we talk about oh. horrible things?
1: Hello, Ben's mother. I'm Hi. sorry I ruined the fact that you're giving him macaroni for Christmas.
2: Thanks, Brian.
1: I'm that was gonna be my
2: one gift this year. I was gonna open my it stocking was- and there's just a bunch of macaroni in there. Not even a the like <laughs> <office. laughs>
1: Pouring macaroni directly into the socking. <laughs> stocking? I said socking. stocking. Stocking. Uh, Netflix. Not Netflix. Uh, Photoshop Challenge. Stocking's filled with macaroni. <laughs> oh, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's all we want to see.
2: And all of the other bad things we've talked about on the show no. so far. <laughs>
0: no. Uh,
2: so, what is the How I Met Your Mother about, and why should I watch it?
1: Why should you care? Right. Uh, How I Met Your Mother, it's... um. It's kind of deceptive because it's kind of set up like a traditional three-camera sitcom, which I know you Ooh. hate. No, I
2: don't, not all of them. I, li- <laughs> I like ones that are funny.
1: There, there, and there is there is a laugh track.
2: I will I can find of friends because Friends is still actually funny.
1: It's not filmed in front of a live studio audience, but uh, just to set you, set you up on the premise. That's oh, the way freak. they they do so many cuts, like it would it would never work. They have like some episode. The, the premise, the setup is this guy and it starts in the year 2030 with him talking to his kids. Like, oh, kids, I ever told you the story about how I met your mother. they <laughs> like, oh. The title the
2: episode of the show. Yeah, he says,
1: he says it immediately. And uh, they say, oh, is this going to take a while? I'm like, yes. Yeah, and the whole show is told from the perspective of future Ted talking about all the stuff that happened back in the 2000s.
0: Wow, which I
1: guess I said it now, uh, and it's—I mean, what I think what separates it from other uh, sitcoms is um, number one, it has a unusually funny cast. It has um, uh, Jason Segel, known from uh, Freaks and Geeks and um, the recent Muppet movie. He wrote and starred in that.
0: Oh.
1: Um, let's see who else is in that. Uh, Alison Hannigan NPH. from Buffy, the vampire slayer and Neil Patrick Harris. And everybody loves Neil Patrick Harris.
2: I thought everybody loves Raymond.
1: No, you, why, didn't they, meant... call this, why didn't
2: they just call it? Why didn't call Everybody loves Neil Patrick Harris.
1: <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but, um, yeah, because Neil Patrick Harris has had a weird recent kind of like career revival, which, uh, I think is due in large part to this show
2: probably but I Maybe mean a what, what bit of that uh, musical I haven't watched yet horrible dr horrible, horrible. <laughs>
1: oh well, yeah but he, I think I think you got that coming off of this oh, I think oh, that was done I, I don't know
2: the order of things because I have watched neither
1: but um, yeah it's uh, it, usually it's really funny but the thing the kind of amazing thing about having really funny people on your show is even if something's only kind of funny they immediately elevate the material by being so committed to it.
2: Uh, like Joey. Not the show Joey. But <laughs> yes. Like like Joey the, the character.
1: <laughs> like, like the failed spinoff Joey. <laughs> the,
2: like, No, like Joey and Chandler's stuff could be not funny, but they could make it funny. Mm.
1: Ross oh, yeah, could yeah, do right. with
2: his mannerisms and all his yings yeah. and ahs.
1: Yeah, that, you know, exactly. That's the great thing about being a really funny actor in a sitcom. If If you're the right choice, you immediately make it Better. Especially once you become familiar with the characters. Dean Pelton. So it's it's like Dean Pelton. You
2: can write horrible stuff for Dean Pelton. He's gonna make everything funny. He's Watch gonna get Community. all the funny. Out of everyone. Thursday nights just tonight though.
1: Sometime. Watch in it future. in about
2: an hour and twenty minutes from now when I'm saying this. Other than that, who knows?
1: I know I sure will.
2: Oh crap, we have to get done.
1: <laughs> yeah, need to wrap it up. Um and then the other thing that makes it really kind of unusual and cool, which is my favorite thing about it, is um, it uses a lot of interesting devices. Like I said, it's all being told as a flashback by future Ted, but then uh, occasionally they do the unreliable narrator thing where he's like, uh, you know, I don't really remember her name. And then like in the in the scene, she just says, oh, hi, I'm blah, blah, blah.
2: Oh, and, see, that um, sells it for me more than anything.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's my favorite thing. And then they do... A lot of weird things like uh, flashbacks and flash forwards. They do a lot of cutaways. Uh, it's kind of similar to Family Guy, but better in a way because it's not too insane and <laughs> it doesn't break the re- it doesn't break the reality of the show. You don't want to go on way
2: too good. long or have weird pop culture references. I'm not going to get.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they do that: uh, flash forwards, flashbacks, and then like once you get deeper into like the later seasons, they do a lot of really good callback jokes to like, oh right, they it's like that episode in
2: season two. So. I love those. Do they have like a set I highly recommend out for the, what happens?
1: Do they have a, what, a, what, what, what?
2: Like a set plot for what happens. Like, I mean, if they have four words, do they, does it mess up with their plans or anything?
1: No, they're really good about uh, tying stuff together. Like they, like that's another, one of my favorite things about is they're good at like teasing things where he's like, Oh, this is a story about the, the my birthday and the goat. And he talks about the goats, like oh that goat, and then, uh, and then like when he gets to, it, he's like oh you know what that actually didn't happen until my thirtieth birthday, and then they don't do the goat story until like two years later. So it's uh, uh, oh, <laughs> it's, it's 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 better than it has any right to be. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna talk about it like it's like that next level like um, community, but it's uh, definitely really well done for what it is.
2: Cool, like th- there are weird things like that on Friends. I've noticed. Not the same kind of thing, but a little bit. Uh, I didn't notice it any of the other times I've watched it, but this time I guess my brain's been on enough from Lost in Community that I catch weird things. Like in the first season, they talk about the time that Chandler was bitten by a peacock at the zoo. And a couple of episodes later, like you hear him tell the tail end of a story about being bitten by a peacock at the zoo. We only <laughs> hear like parts of it, but you can impl- like figure out that that's what he's talking about.
1: That's good. I, yeah, I need to, I've never watched Friends in sequential order, so I should do
2: that. Oh, yes, you definitely should. You'll never know when Ross and Rachel are together or not.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, Season two, I think they got together and they broke up in season three. We're in three, Got back together. Got back together in season five or six. They got married in Vegas.
2: Lots of stuff happened.
1: A lot of stuff happened.
2: Well, they all oh, drunkenly married. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> and then, like, that's when the whole Chandler Monica thing started, and they got married. Oh, Kai, 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 Kai,
1: Kai, Kai Kai threw a curveball, and uh, as much as I love Friends, like one of the weirder Friends thinks that never really quite worked for me. What? Uh, which I think I think this is just this is just for you right now. Nobody else listening is going to care, but. Um, <laughs> Like that late, like season nine or season ten, like Joey falling in love with Rachel.
0: Oh,
2: like, uh, yeah. That
1: was, that was weird. I don't that know was if I Kind of weird.
2: That.
1: <laughs> but this uh, that, that seemed like with the that like bottom of the barrel. Like, uh, who they they like they have names and like lines between them. Like we haven't had Joey fall in love with Rachel, have we? Let's do that.
2: <laughs> uh, Chandler could have an affair with Phoebe. <laughs> Be yeah a, sure that'd be a sad plot line though <laughs> <laughs> friends gets really dark oh that's, that's that's more of a desperate housewives plot a husband cheating on the wife with a different housewife on the block but yeah so uh we're done with netflix picks monk and how i met your monk
1: how i met your monk <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: that'd be a good show
1: that'd be a good title of the podcast
2: Oh, um, I'm writing that down.
1: Uh, shall we move forward onto our next segment? And according to this outline in front of me, it is. No news is not new news. Nen. Yes. Here we are Right, 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 right. Um, don't know why I said right so many times. I do apologize.
2: <laughs> left, left, left.
1: <laughs> um, uh, it's news. No, it's not new news. It's the weird news segment, the odd news where we share things that are kind of interesting, hopefully, or really dark if you're Ben. Yay, hey, really,
2: herpes monkey. Really grim. Oh, no. Do you have Suicidal the poll results zookeeper. for last time? I do. Uh, they're probably not super accurate because I didn't put it up for like two weeks after the episode. <laughs> but it still got 10 votes. So I guess that tells us something about us. We don't suck Not terribly. The...
1: So you're, uh, you're you're horrible. Just sad story about the zookeeper that killed...
2: The suicidal zookeeper that let loose all the monkeys and cats and everything and yeah. almost all of them had to be killed and there was a monkey that had a herpes.
1: Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, no. Did please tell me that my my whimsical tale of the big Lego man beat your really heartbreaking story about the zookeeper
2: drugs or like, like illegal things <laughs> stuffed in there. Like uh,
1: children's uh, uh, slaves, illegal aliens were inside the giant Lego. Man. How, how do you think,
2: how do you think they get child slaves to Georgia, Brian in giant no, Lego that's... man?
1: That is that is not true, Ben. I will not have you further slander the good name of Georgia.
2: I'll be doing that more in a second, anyway. But uh, you got seven votes. I got three.
1: Congratulations, me.
2: Congratulations, your child slavery beat my zoo zoo story.
1: Your wacky story about animals. Yes, yeah,
2: just like that movie Madagascar, except everything I... dies.
1: Not familiar with that. David
2: Schwimmer's in it. He oh right!
1: with well, the voice yeah. of a giraffe. Um, it'd be awesome if he did like mocap for the <laughs> giraffe, like with had the green suit on with the motion tracking.
2: I'm tracking his neck bending around.
1: But, um, okay, who goes first? I, it's been a while since we've done this. Would you like to share your heartbreaking tale of human despair or should I share my lighthearted
2: bump? Uh, so, so start yours first and I can end on the sad note.
1: Oh, okay, that's always good. We <laughs> shall end on the sad
2: note. Well, then there's feedback that should cheer us up again. Like how this episode's sad, and the next Christmas episode will be happy.
1: Yeah, okay, if you guys have been really really bummed out by the show, we're saving all the happy stuff for the Christmas episode.
2: So we just have look, to wait, like, a few minutes. You have to wait a week, at least. Look forward, <laughs>
1: look forward to that. <clears throat> okay, my, my story is... Uh, the source is the MSNBC website uh, posted two days ago. The headline reads, Mugger left bloodied after attempt on MMA fighter.
2: Oh, why would he do? What, what did he attempt?
1: Oh, well, let me, let me tell you, this happened in Chicago Illinois? where a convicted, a convicted felon, yes, <laughs> okay, well, okay, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to come clean usually i like to open open light light light-hearted
0: and convicted convicted
1: felon (laughs) probably not the best way to open (laughs) i feel like you've corrupted my picking of stories
2: the sad one has to go first mine is not sad at all okay
1: well it is for georgia but oh well i'm not looking forward to that uh convicted felon decided to mug an mma fighter on the southwest side of chicago
2: That is just stupid. Why would you mug anyone who even looks like an MMA fighter?
1: I. That's my big question. Yeah, if you're a mugger, why? I. I, You know, I, I would imagine MMA fighters look like pretty, pretty built dudes. Not the kind of guy you really want to mess with. This guy is kind of,
2: kind of bold. For all of our mugging listeners, here are some mugging tips: Don't mug the buff guy. Mug someone who looks small and defenseless. There.
1: Uh, okay, well, yeah, I'm going. It's really getting dark, and I apologize, <laughs> but the, the the victim was sitting in a parked car.
2: I have another blurb board.
1: When the when the uh, convicted felon, uh, who was 24, walked up to the car asking for a lighter, uh, the victim did not have one, and the mugger pulled a handgun and demanded money
2: to buy a lighter. To buy a, of course, <laughs> to buy a lighter. What if he was going to die unless he burned something?
1: I I ah, really want to make a burn notice joke but
2: I can't nope and then what at, happened
1: at, at some point when when it's saying you wanted to make a joke not a sufficient replacement like I would have said something related to that
2: both do that like yeah there's a joke here I can't think of it so just realize I thought of something, something... let me
1: go brainstorm for a couple of hours something... I'll come back and i'll make I'll make the greatest burn notice joke ever
2: hold this joke in your mind so you won't forget
1: Okay, uh, the victim got out of the car and at some point was able to grab control of the gun. When the mugger's attention was diverted, uh, they wrestled on the ground, and the mugger accidentally discharged the gun, shooting himself in the ankle. Idiot. Um, so yeah, um, the victim was uh, able to pin down the mugger until uh, police arrived. And he later told officials he was a martial arts expert and ultimate fighting champion.
2: Idiot. <laughs> Idiot mugger. <laughs> Why would you... He's
1: an ultimate fighting champion. Why would you mug an ultimate fighting champion?
2: Because they're stupid.
1: What... Okay, that's all I have to say. This dude tried to rob an ultimate fighting champion.
2: Oh, what was that show that I, I think I told you about it once that involved MMA. Bully Beatdown. That's it.
1: <laughs> oh, is that a reality show. Uh I don't
2: All right, actually uh I was just searching through Hulu and found some crazy stuff. And I thought this sounded really stupid, but actually Bully Beatdown, I kind of enjoyed.
1: <laughs> oh, is that your is that your guilty pleasure show? Is yeah, that it, your it, undercover boss? It
2: is. My undercover boss. All right, all right. It's like these Two, or usually it's like one or two people who are like super bullied, like volunteer without – I guess the bully's knowledge at first. Uh, the, the Someone who's bullied them for so long to bully beat down. A show where it pits a bully against an MMI, MMA fighter for money. And mm. th- sometimes okay, the bully now, gets some money.
1: For, for, for some reason, for me – the word bully automatically evokes, like, schoolyard confrontation. So it's not like an MMA fighter, like, beating up a fifth grader, is it? Oh. <laughs> because I can't get on board with that. No, no,
2: there are adults who act just like fifth grade bullies.
1: Really? They're adult bullies. I, I'm thankful that I've never encountered Have one, you
2: not but... seen the one with the bullies? Season two. Oh, that Friends episode where they take the hat. Yeah, they're just giant jerks. They're like that, except more violent. And. Okay. All right, they don't win money by actually like knocking out the MMA fighter. It, it's for things like like you get a thousand dollars for like not going down this many times. Like like they, like I think the MMA fighter has like two minutes, and if you get knocked down five times, you get no money. But for every time you're not knocked down, you get a thousand dollars of the five.
1: Are you are you fighting back? Is that
2: can, yeah? They're
1: they trying try not to be fight back.
2: But it's always really funny. They, they try to get, they try to make it even too. Like the MMA fighter is always about the same height and weight. They have to match it up class-wise. Oh, it is the best. It's the best. I'm How sorry. Is
1: How is that? a show? How can they make that last for half an hour?
2: Uh, they, right. Because they they do like backstory on it, and there's also also like a video interview with the bully and he's usually talking smack about why he's right and why everything he does is okay. And then, they're like, three rounds, and in between then the bullies all being like, rah, rah, rah. Sometimes I could, I could see that that partway through, and it's hilarious.
1: I could see that taking a really heartbreaking turn with, like, the bully just being misunderstood. It's like, well, yeah, my, my wife left me, and I, you know, I didn't want to... You know, i didn't want to have to suspend uh, joe over here but um you know, you know word came down from the higher ups they said i needed to cut the budget or i'd lose my job not
2: and a bully though i
1: my, and my you know my, my i have to pay for my daughter's braces so and i beat him uh, is it like a physical thing is it like
2: some of them are some of them are like lots of mental torment but getting I
1: guess, fired isn't I guess, doesn't qualify. I guess I guess I guess I did it because I never really felt like my father loved me. No. Intercut to him being beat by an MMA fighter. That just <laughs> seems like it could be like the saddest thing ever.
2: Yeah, that doesn't happen though. It's usually these guys are giant jerks, and they're all saying they just, like mean they things probably, all the time. They probably they probably seem like that. I.
1: I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like lost in a lot of ways. It's kind of corrupted the way I, I I think of the world and view people. If because even if so, even if someone's being like a colossal jerk, I'm like wondering like, okay, Kimi. all right, what's his thing? What's what's his flashback? Where where where's this going?
2: What's Kimi's flashback? What makes him a good person? I don't
1: know. I'm sure if they had a season seven, they would have had a lot of Kimi flashbacks.
2: they make you feel bad for him, but just because he had a bad life doesn't mean that he's allowed to be violent to people.
1: But, you know, if you can understand how he got yeah, okay,
2: all right, you had a bad life. Feel free to beat on people who also have that. Okay, no, you can't. That's why it's okay they get beaten by MMA fighters. They have to agree to it too. They're just like dragged in, handcuffed, dragged <laughs> in. Okay, you fight.
0: <laughs>
1: They're not getting sucker punched by an MMA fighter.
2: They agree with it because they all think they can beat them.
1: I thought I thought this was an intervention. Nope.
2: <laughs> this isn't no news.
1: <laughs> so oh, if right. Mugger you, you want to talk about a story by
2: <laughs> MMA fighter. Alright, that will be when I, I'll put that up sometime when I get to that part. Alright, mine. Uh mine is from the Huffington Post. And oh sorry, internet was going slow. Uh Huffington Post yesterday, December the seventh, two thousand and eleven. All right, Some guy named William was arrested for shooting at mistletoe in Georgia shopping mall.
1: Shooting at mistletoe?
2: Shooting at mistletoe.
1: Hmm. In a shop mall. Here, the flashback is here that makes him makes him more relatable and human.
2: Uh he's not. The first line, it wasn't a silent night. I wonder <laughs> how many Christmas crime stories start with that. <laughs> Too many to count Oh my god All right, Megan might actually get I mean There's a possibility She's going to get a job Working for the local news station As a producer I oh, hope cool. she doesn't Write crap like that <laughs> Please no Silent night Christmas crime jokes Megan if you hear this
1: You know she doesn't Listen to this
2: I know Maybe she'll talk She'll put us on the news Newsworthy story Happy cast
1: Recorded Local podcaster Ben Dies at oh God no
2: <laughs> oh that's sad now a Georgia How man would pre- you do that? A George I wouldn't she's the one riding it a Georgia man preparing for the Christmas season spent a night in jail after he's arrested for shooting at mistletoe outside of a Decatur shopping mall
1: I bet mistletoe killed his father
2: I bet not. Uh, let's see. He opened fire on a tree that held a sprig of the plant. Robinson told CBS Atlanta that he was merely following a holiday tradition when he used his double-barrel 12-gauge shotgun to knock the plant out of a tree.
1: Uh, I have never heard of this tradition. Every
2: year I go somewhere to get some mistletoe to decorate my house. I get some for my friends that can't get mistletoe. The best way to get it is with a shotgun. Actual quote. (laughs) (sighs) Most people simply purchase mistletoe, but in some parts of the country, it's a tradition to shoot first and decorate later. (laughs) 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 Uh, Apparently, this is a southern thing. (laughs) I I resign.
1: Ben wins.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Southerners preparing for Christmas have long-used shotguns with bird shots, not mistletoe from trees. Really?
1: No, I've never heard of this. I haven't. As a lifelong Georgia resident oh. sounds made up.
2: A passing motorist contacted authorities after spotting Robinson firing one shot and collecting his Yule bounty near the, near an Applebee's restaurant at 5:30 p.m. Oh, near an Applebee's. And the driver tailed him to a SitGo gas station.
1: So, <laughs> wow, really? You watched this guy shoot something out of a tree? <laughs> You're gonna call the cops and then follow him?
2: He said he does this every year, but never in the mall parking lot. The suspect was surprised he was getting arrested. Hmm. That's my story.
1: That's a sad story.
2: It's very sad. It's not as sad as yours.
1: Mine is, uh, you know, it's about, you know, I don't know. Like, it's about this guy getting what's coming to him, trying to mug a guy. And then, you know... He picked the wrong guy. It's, I don't know.
2: Mine's about some weirdo I, shooting stuff out of a tree.
1: You're right. You're right. Yours is pretty good. Be be sure to head to thehappycast.blogspot.com to vote in our poll regarding which of these stories is better. I don't know what the criteria is we, here. Is <laughs> it the, uh,
2: Every time we never know. Uh, whatever you think, you should vote for.
1: <laughs> your your preferred story, whether you think it's. <laughs> You know, um, I don't know. Which knows, whichever one holds you your prefer values on. closer. Indeed. That's probably not a good idea. So though. be sure. Check that out. Happycast.blogspot.com. The.
2: <laughs> Dot com, The.
1: <laughs> the happycast.blogspot.com.
2: We need an actual URL, but I don't want to pay for happycast.com. Oh, actually, that's really expensive. So I guess .org. And dot, dot biz. Dot, oh, God. Dot net, I know. is it's just cheap. Also, .co. I can't do HTML. <laughs> oh, yeah. Neither can I.
1: So if you can do HTML, be sure to email Ben at BenHappyCast at gmail.com.
2: At GeekyChessBen.
1: Ben.gmail.happycom.
2: MolBenBenTher. That that didn't work. Anyway, that's our stories, and we're sticking to them.
1: Mm. All right. Uh, Very good, Benson. Shall we move forward to feedback?
2: Benson, yes.
1: (laughs) Sound. The
0: mail's here. Oh, great. Thanks.
3: What's this? A letter for me.
1: Welcome to the feedback portion of the show where we take time to read the emails or play the audio files you have submitted to us, which we appreciate. Uh, Ben, what is the best way to send feedback?
2: Send feedback to happycastfeedback at gmail.com.
1: Lovely. You sounded like a musical robot.
2: I am musicbot 5,000... Or send it to Twitter at Twitter.com slash HappyCast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. Go to and our Facebook f- page. Yeah, Facebook. Facebook. We also have a phone number. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: 7-7-HAPPY-NUN. Seven, seven,
2: what he said.
1: N-U-N. Yes. Or you can attach an audio file and email it to HappyCastFeedback at gmail.com.
2: Yes, also do that. And that's all the things you could do. I'm sure that there might be more. Try something and see if we got it. We might not have Just it
1: so. Put a message in a bottle. Make sure the cork is in, nice and tight, waterproof seal. Send it to Just Landlocked throw it, Arkansas. Throw it into the ocean.
2: <laughs> oh, I won't be getting it.
1: Somebody will. Well, specify in the note on the bottle that you want whoever finds it to call seven seven Happy Nun and read it. That way. <laughs> Whoever finds it can call and tell us what it says.
2: This sounds complicated. That's
1: why it'll be the best thing ever. Or the forward worst. to that call. Uh, shall we begin with an email that comes to us courtesy from the New Today?
2: Yep. What does she have to say?
1: <coughs> she says. Felicitations, Ben and Brian. My happy hour pick of the week is Mario Kart 7 on the 3Ds.
2: I'm jealous.
1: I'm sorry, that's the three DS. The third DS. After the DS and the DS Lite.
2: Oh, I think like is there a two DS? But
1: the the original maybe? I don't Uh, know.
2: I don't know. Either way, I miss my DS.
1: I had one at one point. I don't know what happened to it. I sold it?
2: Oh. Maybe. Why?
1: I don't know. There was a pretty good Mario Kart on it, which is what the new today says. Mario Kart 7 on the 3DS. I, th- I find it weird that suddenly they started numbering those, but I'll let that slide. Yeah. Uh, she she says, basically, it is the coolest thing ever.
2: I know. It sounds like it. I'm sad now. Nice luck, Caitlin. I bummer- <laughs>
1: My, you mean the new today. Yeah, the,
2: that's what I mean. <laughs>
1: my bummer patrol is that today was my last Christmas concert of high school.
2: Yes, congratulations.
1: It is bittersweet because although it is my last concert, it also means it's closer to Christmas.
2: Oh, that's true. It is closer to Christmas. That's, uh, Is it Christmas now? not Chris- then we have a...
1: Oh, yeah, we're a little bit closer we're like we're early December right now, early to mid December, so we're close ish
2: oh, what is this now
1: and we have a bonus question here, which I guess we'll save for next week on our ask Us anything. Uh oh, did you think that was the intention? I do okay, well,
2: I was trying to think for a second. I was like, do I, <laughs> do I think that's do uh. I'm going to go with nope. yes.
1: Okay, well, look forward to that next week during Ask Us Anything.
2: Yes, Ask Us Anything.
1: Uh, keep happy, the new today, who signed yeah. it by saying keep happy.
2: And keep asking us questions. Yes. Lots of them.
1: All right. All right. Thank you, the new today. And who's up next?
2: Uh, the next person is a voice thing from listener
3: and
2: and she sounds like this.
3: Hey guys, it's listener Ann. I'm calling in with my homework assignment to tell you about what Thanksgiving's like in the Philippines. It's actually not all that different. It's uh first of all, we do have our American holidays here just cuz we're Americans. And uh but really like Thanksgiving and Christmas are about the only ones we really get to enjoy. Because all the others are just sort of normal working days here. Because my husband runs an office that has Filipino workers. And so it's very rare that the holidays here overlap with the holidays in the U.S. So he has to work all the time. But Thanksgiving is such a nice long holiday, long weekend, that he takes that off. And then Christmas is huge over here, um, and like the country shuts down basically, um, so we get that off too, pretty nice. But like July Fourth and stuff, that's just a wash. We don't we don't really get to do anything for that. So anyway, Thanksgiving dinner is very easy to do over here if you have an oven which this year we do have an oven that technically could have fit a turkey into especially since the turkeys here are not freakishly large like they are in the United States Um, fun fact turkeys in the wild are not like 22 pound birds Um, like 12 or 15 is far more normal. So that's that's what we get here because uh, that's, you know, they're not pumping the turkeys full of all sorts of stuff. But you can actually, you can get canned cranberry sauce here. You can't get real cranberries. Um, and all the other Thanksgiving foods are really easy to get your hands on except for pumpkin there's only, like, one farmer in the entire country who grows pumpkins. They're not a tropical vegetable at all. Um, and most stores don't stock pumpkin ever, uh, like canned pumpkin. And it's, like, gold among the expat, expat members, uh, expat community. Um Other women here, like, they'll go back to the States or wherever they're from, and they'll bring cans of pumpkin back. And people will beg their friends to bring cans of pumpkin back for them when they go to the States. And part of me is like, really, do you guys eat that much pumpkin on, you know, a weekly basis? But I guess it's a, a situation where when you can't get it, it's like the holy grail of food items so um we actually we have like i said we had an oven this year that we could have used to make a dinner but um it wasn't in our plans to go to all that effort so there was a british pub that did a thanksgiving dinner at lunchtime and so we just went and did that and it was nice and delicious, and I didn't have to clean up after, so that was awesome. Um, but, oh, the so back to pumpkin, because I know you all are fascinated by this. My husband had to run to the bank that day up in the city, and he was talking with one of the tellers um, about... You know, oh, it's Thanksgiving in the States and my family were gonna go have dinner, whatever. And there was an Australian guy there in line too. And when he heard Adam mention Thanksgiving, he like perked up. And when Adam was done uh, with his transaction, whatever, and turned away from the counter, the guy was like, Hey! Or, you know, he's Australian, so he's probably like, Oi! Uh, but he was like, Do you know where I can find pumpkin pie? <laughs> I mean, really, it's like a sickness here. It's it's crazy. People are obsessed with finding pumpkin products. Um, but anyway, we had a good Thanksgiving. We had dinner, and then we went to Pugs John, which is this sort of touristy area on the, not really touristy, it's, it's uh, anyway, it's on the other side of the lake from Manila, and they have this little canyon you can go through that is just, like just wide enough for the river and has huge uh, rock walls on either side, but they're covered with, with uh, jungle. And then every hundred yards or so, there'll be this beautiful tropical waterfall pouring over the side. And they take you up in canoes and do all the paddling for you. And you go upstream through rapids. And the dudes are barefoot and jump out and, like, push the boat up through the rapids. I don't know. They're super buff. And I'm amazed they have all their toes. And so that's actually, I'm just going to go ahead and call that as my happy hour was uh, getting to go up and do that with my family and see that you know, beautiful side of nature and the fact that there were dudes who were willing to push our lazy American butts through the rapids so that we could see that. And, I don't know, I don't really have a bummer patrol. Maybe my bummer patrol is how long this message has been. Uh, And so I will stop talking now. And that's all I have to say. Okay, te amo! That
1: was lovely.
2: That was very lovely. Thank you, listener, and...
1: Very informative. Most yes. informative phone call we've received. Yeah, really?
2: That was very educational. You deserve, like, an educational segment or something, where you could just, like, teach oh. us something every now and then.
1: Yeah, that could be a segment. I would, I would be okay with that. we probably we'll get on. into the. <laughs> we can probably get into the educational segment of the iTunes music store.
2: I've been trying since last year
1: educational podcast
2: so we've been talking uh, since last year about having a guest star do a segment
1: i'm working on it i'm working on it
2: yeah uh, i know, work a, even I, know a guy.
1: I know a guy but um a lot of lot of stuff in that that let's call that a mini podcast within a podcast
2: <laughs> commercial break
1: um yeah oh, I, I, the thing i found most fascinating was the uh the, the elusiveness of pumpkin over there, how, <laughs> how, how the rarity skyrocketed the value. It's like,
2: oh, I, I had no idea.
1: Pumpkin. It's almost as if, uh, like, you know, um, in American prisons, they use uh, cigarettes as currency. <laughs> it's almost as if, like, over there, it's oh. cans of pumpkin. Uh, oh, um, you're
2: going to get shivved.
1: <laughs> protect me from being shivved, and I'll give you two cans of pumpkin
2: a uh, week. Pumpkin pie, and I'll watch your back in the showers. Uh, yeah, that was,
1: right. I don't even know, it's far more informative than anything either of us have said over the past hour and a half.
2: And the last part, yeah, we talk. we've talked about like really dark subjects. You talk about like pumpkins and British pubs and Australian men and like crazy buff guys some <laughs> <putting> canoes <laughs> up rapids. <laughs> Why aren't man. you podcasting <laughs> this?
1: That was a good, that was a good Australian guy though. Oi.
2: Oi. <laughs> What's going on? I'll do my Australian accent. Oi, oi!
1: Right. Oh, can can you can you actually attempt an Australian accent right here yeah. on the fly?
2: I can't do real accents. I can just accidentally do impressions do of cari- things,
1: caricatures of accents.
2: I uh, can't do that either.
1: Oi! They I've took tried- my baby. I,
2: I I've tried. It it just doesn't Charlie. work. Uh, That's more like that kid, the guy's bitten, isn't <laughs> it? <laughs> yeah, Charlie bit me. <laughs> No, I've done really weird stuff. I can kind of do a German once. I'm not- I took German though, so that makes more sense. That helps. That helps. Uh, my my, you know, my poo crying. I done the Tigger accidentally
1: once. Oh, like well, Winnie the Pooh. Not. Yeah.
2: No, uh, yeah. Not like. No. Not like you know. B M.
1: You know. We don't work blue.
2: That's... Oh,
1: No. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, man. Oh, Monk and the kid, where he has a little kid. Oh, it's so heartbreaking. <laughs> oh my god.
2: That's the episode.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. We're. Uh, not talking like, about monk
2: now. Do that, it's sad.
1: <laughs> it is so very sad. Didn't he, little kid, didn't he have like the little suit on like monk?
2: Did yeah, that happen? And he like separated his food and oh, oh
1: so adorable. Um,
2: oh. Okay.
1: Uh, thank you. Thank you, listener Ann. Um,
2: down. I'm getting down. choked
1: up. <clears throat> um Ah. Not thinking about monk. Do we have any more feedback from We show? have
2: one more from let's see you gotta mark off Anne's homework no I don't I have to download that later we did Neil's and now we have what is it We no, did we New did, today oh you did yep. new to, what you did you did new today
1: yeah I read the new today and then we played the phone
2: yeah. message. That's all right all right uh, I have a message from Neil the orange peel wait is he the orange he's peel? not Neil oh. he's not Neil the orange peel <laughs> oh <laughs> So he's not like half orange peel. where did that don't come so. from? Why isn't he As, like Neil Frogert? I, you know, um,
1: the orange peel is a more relevant refer- uh, reference to Locke. So,
2: yeah, but Frogert got shot in the neck with an arrow. Well, I guess that's not good then.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe he doesn't want to be associated with Frogert.
2: I don't think oh. he wants to be put into Locke's mouth either. Here, here here's my happy hour pick.
1: Frogert, wasn't that cool the way they did that? Like, you heard about him for a while, and then he showed up and got shot with a flaming arrow? Man. Yes. Everybody should really go and watch that show, even though I just spoiled it for you.
2: He took an arrow to the neck. Hi, chaps, says Neil, the fake Brit. (laughs) I hope that... (laughs) I don't believe him! (laughs) Uh, I hope this gets to you in time for one of the recordings before the new year. The timeline for me sending feedback and when it's aired is starting to give me a nosebleed. Yeah. <laughs> have chocolate before good. dinner. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, it's because we record two at once. So usually, if you send in feedback, it won't be on the next podcast, but the one after that. Sometimes. Sometimes. It's it's complicated. Well, no, that that actually still makes sense. If you do it every single week. You won't hear it until the episode after. Okay. And uh, Then he asked if this feedback is for 25 or 26, and it is for 25, uh, because 26 is going to be mostly Christmassy stuff if we can. And, and overflow emails. Uh, he said, if it's 25, then his happy hour is that tonight he's off to a rock gig, because he lives oh. so far from everything. He doesn't really get out much. So this evening, a couple of friends and him will be heading a couple hours south for the concert. Who is it? Is it Bono?
1: Drive Shaft? Is it Bono? Thank <laughs> you for going for the most stereotypical.
2: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> like Oasis or something.
1: you could say Oasis. That have Queen.
2: Are they ah. British, or is that is because their name is Queen? That I think of Britain.
1: Yeah, I don't think they were British. I could um, be wrong. I don't know. I, I don't know an awful lot about
2: the Queen. Stones. The Rolling. Are they touring? I, the Who. Who? <laughs> the like the Stone version of Doctor Who. <laughs> the Who. <laughs> no, just call me no. the. <laughs> uh, the
1: Who, and then they say exactly, <laughs> and that's when the opening theme starts.
2: Who's that? On- <laughs> Oh, I was thinking Sorry. of the opening theme from CSI Miami. Wait, that's who? your go-to exactly. opening theme. Wow! Well, the who does it? So, Who opening theme, that's what I go to. My home patrol this week is the winter sun. I do quite a lot of driving for my job, so when the sun shines at this time of year it's directly in your eye line, which is so distracting. There are lots <laughs> of folks.
0: Reading.
1: <laughs> Good reading. Good <laughs> reading
2: uh f- yeah i don't like the sun so winter or summer it's too bright last yeah. week it was like mostly cloudy for all the time wake up it's cloudy cloudy and gray all day it's amazing because I don't, I don't like open the window or the door and it's like ah vampire that's me being one not seeing one i'd be a lot more <laughs>
1: oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> ah, i thought that was I'd-
1: I thought that was you being scared by a vampire oh, no. standing
2: outside. <laughs> oh, vampire. No, I'd probably be more like, "Ah, oh, you aren't real. But I get a picture to show people they aren't sparkly. Um, if it's episode 26, then all of the above, except, please insert, happy Christmas, you guys, at the beginning. Well, no. Because it's not. So you got to try again. You don't have much time, but... <laughs> Uh, we, uh oh. As you didn't set a Photoshop challenge this week, or I mean the week before last week, Expedition 24, uh, he will endeavor to supply one before I post the expedition. Oh, awesome. Good. I didn't even read this email yet. I was worried about, <laughs> I was really worried about that. <laughs> I didn't have a picture. Uh, I didn't want to have to Photoshop myself. I mean, me do the Photoshop like my Centaur Regis. That's,
1: yeah, who? Yeah, we don't want that.
2: Also, if I'm in time, happy Easter. Stay, keep, look, be, drink and eat happy. Neil the orange peel.
1: I like the I like
2: the Easter dig.
1: Like just in case <laughs> if the timing's right. Thank you, Neil. Wonderful, wonderful email.
2: Yes, always wonderful.
1: I always love hearing from our international listeners.
2: Like, actually there're quite a few of you. <laughs> At least two. That's a lot.
1: That's like half of our listening audience.
2: Oh, and uh, Hat Kelsey. Hat,
1: Hat Kelsey? Oh, okay, that's a yeah. nickname.
2: Yeah, the one that you think is uh, Frazier.
1: I do not think she is Frasier. <laughs> I, I can't get into she is this again. secretly
2: Kelsey Grammer. No, she apparently listens.
1: As far Wouldn't as that be the... awesome if Kelsey Grammer listened? That's all I'm saying. Put How... that on the table.
2: Why would he listen? And why would that be awesome?
1: Because he's lonely and bored. He was in Thirty Rock once. He, yeah, he was in a really good episode of Thirty Rock. Fine, <laughs> I should. I should know. I am Frager.
2: <laughs> Frager. Oh, people watch that show. All right. Oh, and oh, he concludes with sent from my BlackBerry R wireless device.
1: <laughs> Excellent. Good. Good way to wrap oh, that up.
2: Very good, Neil. That was brilliant.
1: No, that's great. I do remember, I do remember right after the iPhone came out, I received an email on Lost and Logged at the end of the world, it sent from my iPhone, I was like, oh, sent from, I wrote back, like, oh, sent from my iPhone, sounds fancy, and I like, go, oh, yeah, sorry, that's that's automated, it's like, oh, this
2: still, sounds fancy. <laughs> like, look at me, I got an iPhone, you don't.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, this jerk, why would they, why would they add that to the end? I, that was the first I'd received.
2: I removed that from my email once I realized I was sending it out on stuff, because I, I to me, it felt like I was bragging. Yep, sent from my iPhone. <laughs> you can't. You're sent up from my computer.
1: I always add sent from my iPhone to justify, like, oh, you know, it's really short and there's some typos. But he sent it from his iPhone. Cut the man some slack.
2: No, no. I just usually I will notice if I mess up afterward. I'll just email again. Oh wait, sorry. That's all wrong. Clearly, I meant
1: yeah. Yeah, I do that. I, I have a sickness. Like if I notice like I'll type something out really fast hit send like yep. I'm, I I I like I'll and then like like oh no, I wasn't thinking. And I'll write back like a text like immediately afterward like I meant your not your apostrophe. I'm I'm sorry.
2: Oh, well mine are much more embarrassing than like the wrong your. You know, cuz it well, always happens well, when I talk to you.
1: <laughs> well that that is embarrassing though. It's like ah, oh, I you know, like I yeah, that's that's one of my uh, pet hates. Is that is that a thing?
2: Oh, pet peeve. That... Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I think I think Neil wrote in. It's called a pet hate one time. Oh right? yeah. Oh like yeah. Brit- British isn't. But uh, yeah. No. Like I, you know, that's one thing that gets to me. And then like when I do it myself, it's like a knife through the heart. Like oh no, oh I'm, I, I look like a jerk now.
2: Yeah, but mine are always like bad.
1: I, I have no idea what you're talking about.
2: But, all right. This isn't mine, but uh, I actually had this page I already pulled up. Uh, was like I think someone made a list of 11 most awkward autocorrect autocorrect or something. And someone like one guy's like, so how was the date last night, bro? The other guy's like, uh, not quite. First date. We went to dinner and then walked her home. Then I killed her in the woods outside her house and left. And then like, no, kissed, kissed. I meant kissed. <laughs> See, that kind of thing happens to me. the end
1: and then it got awful quiet <laughs> okay
2: and now I know what know where Megan is
1: she went to the meth lab
2: right yeah <laughs> working in the meth lab
1: working at them I'm, nope not gonna do that <laughs> what <laughs> thank you everyone for writing and we do appreciate every piece of feedback uh, if we get enough feedback maybe we'll do two podcasts a week uh. but, we no, I'm sorry. That's a the, lot of stuff. <laughs> that's the other thing. Never mind. Uh, but we you know, we do like feedback. Uh, again, happycastfeedback at gmail.com. Write, send a voice message, call us, what have you. Thank you for listening.
2: Uh, and just tweet and, it at me real fast. Update, because I just tweeted that I think she should have a special uh, segment. Oh,
1: live update. Uh,
2: apparently, well, and you already know this because you just tweeted it. I mean, you won't be hearing this for several days, but whatever. Um, apparently, I accidentally implied that she needs special education classes.
1: Oh, no. Again, <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a perfect example of what you were just talking about.
2: I have verbal autocorrect. <laughs> I just don't think before I say things sometimes. I, th- I thought you typed it, though. Yeah, I did. But I the things I said, the, all the words... Were the words I meant to say? If they just did not come out the way I wanted them to. Oh, I did say she needs a special educational segment. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> All right. my bad. Okay, little sleep, oh, poor. <laughs> not, not sleep all okay, night. Okay, <laughs>
1: poor, poor choice of words. I feel like we should really end this now before and things really get really bad.
2: Special education segment. No. So,
1: thank you everyone for listening
2: class dismissed
1: until next time keep happy happy Oh man, I can't I can't believe we just finished recording our twenty fifth podcast.
2: It's like half of a hundred. <laughs> Not quite. Oh. Well it's it's half of halfway to a hundred.
1: That's true. It it, it, it is our quartal, quarter quarter. It's our quarter centennial podcast. <laughs>
2: Quartal's that water Pokemon.
1: So, uh, yeah, oh yeah, Cordal. is my favorite Pokemon. <laughs> How could I forget? Wow, This is truly a momentous event in the life of any podcast, is that 25 episode mark.
2: And to think everyone thought we stopped at 13. I know.
1: I don't know why that was uh, common public perception. I mean, we kept going, but...
2: Just a hiatus. (laughs) Over. Keep coming back. They knock us down. We keep coming back.
1: Yes, it's been... It's been about a year and a half. Uh, recorded over nine hundred hours of audio, which you've managed to narrow down and sort into twenty-five mostly listenable podcasts. Uh, so I commend you for your your tremendous work,
2: listeners. It's actually a lot truer than it sounds. <laughs> believe believe me, that's very true, or <laughs> close to true. Not not I mean, nine hundred is a lot, but uh, yeah, I, I can't believe it. I feel like I should play tub thumping or something under this. Tub thumping? Yeah. Isn't that the song? Get Knocked not... Down?
1: Oh, it's yeah, a... I guess so.
2: Never. Yeah, keep go ahead. Down. Go
1: put that. Just lay that <laughs> underneath
2: this track. <laughs> That's our fight song. Anyway, yeah. So for our 25th anniversary, our after show is us talking about it being our 25th anniversary.
1: Yeah, you know, I you know, this is not my first rodeo. I've been a part of other shows in the past that may or may not have been heard of, but uh, traditionally. Uh, after the 25th podcast, that solidifies your status as an ongoing show, and the hosts usually uh, exchange gifts. Oh, That's how that works.
2: Virtual gifts?
1: Well, uh, check. Actually, um, I just I just uh, got off the phone with the mailman. He said that he, he actually slid my gift to you under your door, so it should be in your living room right
2: now. Oh, yeah, I did wonder what that really big box was. Yeah, I don't know how you
1: missed that or how he got that under your door, but no, um,
2: I, th- yeah, I think I'll open it right now. Okay. Oh, 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 you got me a frig! I knew, I knew you'd always wanted a
1: frig. I, I know that you're the your oh, old one. Yeah. Went out.
2: Did, did you get this off Craigslist?
1: Yeah, there was a guy in my area that was selling a frig, and I, you know, I saw and I thought about you. Like Ben's always talked about wanting a frig.
2: I have. Megan won't give me a frig. The only place I can get one is from you and Craigslist. Thank you. Should I? Can I open it? Is there anything in there? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Check inside the frig. You got me cheesecake.
1: Oh man, it's the yeah, yeah. I you know I didn't know if it would keep because the frig was not plugged in, but.
2: Uh, and a peanut butter pie. We open the crisper. Macaroni. A stocking full of macaroni. <laughs> That's what my mom was getting me.
1: Well, now you'll have two. You can never have too many stockings with macaroni. At you least know, they match now. That old adage is.
2: One on each foot. Does anyone ever wear stockings? Like those stockings?
1: Uh, not. I don't know. Macaroni sto- stockings? I- no, I mean, just Maybe. Just, no, like
2: Christmas stockings, but on their feet.
1: Maybe to keep you warm on a. Those on a, are giant uh... socks. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's ever been a practical stocking use.
2: I want to try to like, I want to hang up a tube sock above our window since we don't have a mantle in our apartment.
1: Well, I do hope you appreciate the frig. Uh, it was hard to track down and uh, uh, surprisingly difficult to get someone to deliver it out there, but.
2: Um... I'm not not surprised, but especially, I mean, <laughs> we are upstairs. Must yeah, all oh, the peanut butter pies. I
1: had to carry it. Peanut butter pies are Jeez. very dense.
2: It Reese's. I just found Reese's in the vegetable drawer.
1: That, because that's all you're gonna use it for, right? Yep.
2: <laughs> Reese's and cheesecakes. Well, I hand-delivered my gift to you, but you weren't there, so I gave it to Chris.
1: Oh, oh, well, let me see. Uh, yeah, I heard a heard a knocking on my door. Maybe he left it out here. Let me see.
0: You let heard a knock on I your do. door?
1: Let me do... Wait, let's wait. see. It's one lock, two lock. Only a couple more locks to go.
2: I did put a lot of John Locke wrapping paper on there.
1: I live in a really bad neighborhood, Ben. All right, here we go.
2: Do you live in Murder oh. Town, or is that where you were going to move to? You know, I never made it to Murder Town. Someday, that's oh. what I
1: aspire to get to. <laughs> well, let's see. the
2: patience yeah. of Murder Town.
1: Oh, here we go. Right here on my door, let me... Close and lock up, and... Oh, wow, very, very plain brown wrapping paper. I like the simplicity of it.
2: Uh, yeah.
1: Uh, it's inside a bag. And uh, let me just... Let me open it up. Oh, wow, man. Oh Back to the Future trilogy on DVD. Yep,
2: Special Collectors Edition.
1: I can never have too many of these. And oh. what's... Uh, I, I'm...
2: <laughs> well, it looks like somebody wrote on this one. I uh, yeah, yeah. I was hoping it wouldn't lower the value. Let me see. Oh, oh man, Eric, Eric Schultz. How did you get Eric Schultz to autograph
1: my Back to the uh, Future DVDs?
2: I I, I, I have to be honest with you. I, I'm gonna, have, I have to say this. Um, that it's not Eric Schultz's autograph.
1: Oh no, uh, well, I, I didn't think he would sign a Back to the Future DVD.
2: I, I was able to contact, however, uh, Angela Lansbury and told her to sign it, Eric Schultz. So you're
1: telling me Angela Lansbury autographed these Back to the Future DVDs as Eric Schultz?
2: Yes, she did. Wow. You are no, Marty well.
1: now. <laughs> that is amazing. I will I will truly cherish this forever.
2: You should. I will cherish my Frig. I wonder if I can Dad. fit inside of it.
1: I no, don't. Probably shouldn't do that. You know, a uh. Frig was actually going to be the original time machine in Back to the Future. Oh. But they were afraid kids would try to climb into them and be trapped.
2: Yeah. Plus it wouldn't be very stylish.
1: Yeah, plus it's not very exciting. I mean you have that great scene with the clock tower in the car at eighty eight miles per hour.
2: <laughs> and the fridge How does that just work? speeds down.
1: Yeah. Yeah. How does that work for the fridge? Alright, Marty, get inside this fridge and then once the <laughs> lightning strikes I'll just have it
2: <laughs> I think the doctor's just a murderous pedophile. <laughs> oh no. I I no, I, had no. I had to bring it I had to bring it all the way through the episode. Oh,
1: God, now that's our terrible through line throughout the show.
2: That way no one knows you recorded this a day later.
1: Well, uh, I do appreciate it. Thank you for 25 wonderful episodes, and here's to 25 more and beyond. Yes.
2: And so thank you for listening for this long. I can't believe you have. I don't know why you have, unless you just feel so sorry for us that you feel this is the only thing you can do to make us feel better not
1: pity listeners that you know it's better than nothing
2: it's true and thank you for all the contributions and we hope you will continue because without contributions or or listeners we wouldn't really have a show it would just be us that's true
1: so keep sending those thoughts happycastfeedback at gmail.com
2: yep yeah oh that is right my mind thought it was wrong for a second yes thank you and i guess that's it so Until next time,
1: keep your feet on the ground and reaching for the stars. Amaste and good luck.
2: What? (laughs) Send feedback to HappyCastFeedback at gmail.com I am MusicBot5000 Or send us to Twitter at Twitter.com slash HappyCast Go to our Facebook page We also have a phone number uh, what he said, I think. Yes. Yes, also do that. And that's all the things you could do. I'm sure th- there might be more. Try something and see if we got it. We might not have, though. Send it to Landlocked, Arkansas. <laughs> oh, I won't be getting it. <sighs> this sounds complicated. Or the worst. Yep. What does she have to say? I'm jealous. Of. Oh, I think, like, <laughs> is there a 2DS? Uh. Oh. I don't know. Either way, I miss my DS. Oh. Why? Yeah. I know, it sounds like it. I'm sad now. Thanks a lot, Caitlin. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> yes, congratulations. Oh, that's true. It is closer to Christmas. That's uh
0: is it Christmas now? Not Christmas. Oh, Christmas now. Uh-oh.